0: If you're lucky you listen to them talk, they're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard talk, it's Kevlu Lewis V since the Sandbox.
1: Since the Sandbox fans, we are back with your favorite rundown again for the week. And in this episode, we're going to talk about some guys that we're kind of in on, we're out on for the season. You know, buying some stock low or selling it high on on some of these guys um depending on where they're at in their career. And I actually had a couple of guys I wanted to talk about offensive side and defensive side, but before we jumped into it guys, just wanted to make sure you guys know this isn't, you know, fantasy related. We are going to start, you know, our fantasy content coming to you guys real soon, but we don't want to we don't want to do it too early, you know, the rankings can can really still change depending on Uh, injury and things like that but me and Lou will get cooking real soon Mm -hmm. Uh, we we know Kevin's rankings will be all over the place that's why you just pay attention to Oz but um, to start off the list somebody I think that you can really invest in off of a a bad season or a not expected season is Zeke I mean I feel like Zeke is going to be somebody that's absolutely going to bounce back I mean he's not getting paid 16 million a season to, to be a scrub and I'm not saying that just because like that's his contract that he has to be good or anything like that but he got that money because he deserves it. He's one of the mm-hmm. best running backs in football and if that Cowboys team can get that offensive line right then he's going to be back carrying the ball for 10 plus touchdowns and over 1400 yards just like he will every year but hopefully you know um, that Dallas Cowboys team doesn't win 6 games because I'm rooting for my Giants to win the NFC
2: <laughs> Yeah, honestly, if I like that a lot. There's no way he can be any worse. Yeah, off the bat, so I think that's a great pick. Uh, the first guy I'm in on is Cam Akers. I, I know he got a slow start last season, but like with a better quarterback, with an offensive system designed around running the football, and like a team that actually believes in the QB, I, I think he's a home run. Period. Uh, I think he'll have a very good season. Okay. Okay. All right. Mike. So
0: I'll keep the running back trend going yes, with, with my with my is only running back uh, on the list, and and that's Spinner. Okay. James Robinson and I, you know, not that, you know, obviously he's coming off a great rookie season, great rookie campaign, but I think the uh, the uh, addition of Trevor Lawrence is going to be huge for him because with Trevor Lawrence's passing ability and obviously the addition of Marvin Jones and the two receivers they already have, he's going to open up that field so much with his passing ability that James Robinson is going to be able to go wild. You know what I mean? Like he was doing this where like, In a season where, like, defenses expected him to get the ball every down. You know what I mean? Now with Trevor Lawrence being able to drop back and open up defenses, I just think that's going to open up the field so much for him. So I'm high on him this year.
1: So there's one thing that I will say with that, though. Um, Yeah, that's what I didn't like. Obviously, you know, they can use him as a weapon rather than just as a running back, but bringing in... You know, another guy that's going to split the touches in. You know, I thought I was kind of a little crazy when I said, you know, the Aaron Jones to Jacksonville. But Jacksonville ended up going that direction with the double running back. Bill um, should have went after ET. What they did say it's a different that, story, that, that if Kadarius Toney was there at 25, that was actually going to be their pick. So the Giants with a steal. Let's go. And also getting the first round pick there. Just saying. I'm going to stick with my last running back. Keep that running back trend going just like we were talking about. And a running back that I'm going to buy low on after a season where they, you know, kind of split the bulk of the work. But they're going to be an absolute bell cow this year. J.K. Dobbins, I mean, Mm -hmm. the Ravens love to run the football. He's really going to see the ball, you know, 20-plus times a game. And I know, you know, they really run the ball 30, 35 times. But Mark Ingram at the end of last year still on a big contract was a healthy scratch, and that's because J.K. Dobbins is playing so well. So I'd like to see you know J.K. Dobbins run the ball a little bit more and Lamar uh, a little bit less. So J.K. Dobbins is definitely a great guy there.
2: Yeah. One more guy I'm in on, just to kind of put it to bed. I know he's probably going to get moved on from eventually in a couple seasons, but I like Matt Ryan this year. I mean, it's all or nothing this season. I mean, he knows the pressure is all on him. They have more weapons now. The division is probably... The weakest it's been in a while with Mm -hmm. i mean the panthers have a new qb that has to get settled in who's not a guarantee to work and the saints have Taysom hill and winston you know (laughs) playing round robin at the position so i mean when you have a gadget guy a qb i think you can't really bet on anything but i think matt ryan knows even if he does want to leave the falcons he has to play well and boost up the trade value so teams are going to go out and take that contract i think that's the only way but I'm all in on him. I, I think he'll play well, and he, he's always a good numbers guy. Imagine with a healthy Julio, Pitts, Calvin Ridley, and, and I think Todd Gurley's back there for another season, no? No. Nah, oh, he's yeah. out? Yeah. He's yeah. out? It's that's kind a of a shame. Yeah. He's still out there too, isn't he? Yeah. That's so wild. Buffalo. <laughs> 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 <That's laughs> that's actually, Buffalo. That's actually a great pickup for them if they
0: got him. No, but uh, another <laughs> oh, guy yeah. I'm in on. Buffalo. <laughs> Another guy I'm in on, um, again, and a guy that's pretty consistent, you know what I mean, year in and year out. But, again, I think with their trading up to get fields, Allen Robinson's going to see a huge jump. I think he's finally going to be happy. He's finally going to have, you know, once Justin Fields, if he doesn't start week one, once he does get in the game, I think Allen Robinson's finally going to find a quarterback he's happy with. Um, And I think that'll just make, you know, the overall offense flow better um, if they're on the same page. I'm high on A-Rob. Um, high on the beers. You guys heard my preseason rankings have them in the top 10. So expect big things out of a Rob this year.
1: Okay, then, Kev.
0: I'm out here.
2: <laughs> Buffalo,
1: Buffalo! Buffalo! All right, so I'm going to go on the opposite side of my list. Some guys that I'm out on. I do have a couple guys I'm going to come back mm-hmm. to um, on the invest side. But someone off the bat is Tyler Boyd. And we're talking about, you know, a, a late-round pick. For, for Cincy, that that was really working out. And, you know, he was great in, in that wide receiver one rule. You know, John Ross was really expected to be that, but he never um, came to existence with that. And T. Higgins was definitely better than what was expected. So, those guys are both great, but they're going to see a little bit of a demotion now that we got Jamar Chase um, going in there because it's obvious that he's going to be the number one. Um, and he's probably going to be in a thousand yard receiver, and I'm not saying that they can't have two, but Just, you know, Tyler Boyd's role as a whole is probably just going to be, you know, a little diminished.
2: Definitely. I'll start my list with the guys I'm out on now. And I'm going to do two because one is going to be super, super quick. Uh, Tua, I'm out on. Um, (laughs) Is this the quick one? Yeah, Yeah, I've been out on. I will (laughs) never be in on him until he gives me a good reason to be in on him. Uh, The next guy I'm out on this season is Gronk. I just think the fact that he stood healthy... For the whole season is just a, a miracle, myth. Mm-hmm. an absolutely exactly a myth. It, it won't happen again. I think he's going to miss a few games. I think that now they have their tight ends back healthy. He'll see less production. Period. And I think they'll run the football more. And and I just think that there's no way he plays as good as he did last season and is as healthy as he was. That's just a myth for Gronk. So I'm on out on him. But I don't think his impact will be completely gone.
0: Lose energy tonight is unreal. The oh, period, period. I love it. Um, so the first guy I'm out on. My guy, not my guy, my squad, hate this guy. Singletary, hate him. Get him off. Should, yeah, you kidding me? That guy is a starting running back for the Buffalo Bills. Seriously, David Singletary. I'm disgusted. That's all I can say. All I can say. They better address that running back position. I swear to God, they better address that running back. Yeah, with, Figure it out, Buffalo.
1: With, with a lot of you know running backs in... In the available free agency pool, I'm surprised that that's not something, you know, that's been, you know, addressed a a little bit more, but another person I'm kind of out on, especially after, you know, this whole trade went down, I think I'm out on Jared Goff. Yep. And I think that there's a lot of people that are probably off the Jared Goff um, bandwagon as well, and... Not that he still doesn't have the best out in the league, because <laughs> we know that that that's definitely there. Um, <laughs> it, it's Detroit, and yeah. it just it never works out for Detroit. And I would argue that Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback for Jared Goff. So what's yeah. gonna sell me that he's gonna change that? No, Wide Receiver One. They do have a running game, but it's just like how good is that running game gonna be when? Jared Goff's your thre- your other threat. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I- I'm out on Jared Goff.
2: Definitely. Uh, one more guy that I'm out on completely. I hate to say it, Kev. I think it's Cole Beasley.
1: Really? <laughs> I'm all out
2: on Cole Beasley. I yeah? just think with the injuries, and I don't think there's any way possible the Bills offense is that good without a running back, mm-hmm. and then he puts up the numbers he did yeah. last season. I think it's possible for Diggs. I think it's possible for uh, any other guy they have. I just think Cole yeah. Beasley kind of a one-trick pony, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just don't see that happening again. I mean, you can only play the short game for yeah. so long True. with his physical limitations, yeah. and, and I, I just think that's a guy who was a fringe fantasy guy last season that you want as a wide receiver three, but yeah. now like I don't even think he's on the radar and... Not a huge threat, especially after the injury. Well, I think there's
1: there's going to be you know huge role changes as far as the wide receiver room goes too, and, yeah. and I don't I don't think that that's like a hot take either, Lou, because like obviously like Kev said, Emmanuel Sanders is there, and I like I think that Buffalo likes the kid Gabriel Davis that yeah, played good. a little bit of a role mm-hmm. um, at the end of last year as well, so I, I'm sure that they'll try to expand upon that. Going to to somebody I, I would still want to buy in. Um, a little bit on the low side. And Lou actually talked about this a little bit in our NFL power rankings. So if you guys haven't heard those yet, you guys go go and check those out. But Brandon Ayuk, and I yes. feel like he's, he's you know, a great weapon. And that's not somebody that's, like, you know, really peaked yet. We haven't seen, you know, the whole, you know, system around him really benefit him to its full capacity. And we need, you know, a healthy Kittle, We need a healthy quarterback, whoever the quarterback's going to be. Um, so I think we could still see you know some elite ball from Brandon Ayuk, and, and that's not really a name that uh, too many people are really you know splashing out there like that.
0: Yeah, so another guy I'm out on, and uh, I was never like really in on him, but any slither of hope he had is now gone. Um, is Hayden Hurst, and I just feel like he's gonna be buried. He's gonna be he's gonna have cobwebs on him by the end of the year it's with possible. the draft and the Kyle pitch. You know what I mean? They just have so many other weapons in that offense, like. It's tough to think like he's really going to have any type of role. He didn't really like... I was honestly expecting him to have a, a pretty decent season last season and he really didn't, you know what yeah. I mean? And and now with them drafting a guy who we all know is going to start over him, can't, can't imagine he's going to have any type of role and... Yeah, it's it's all looking good for. I Hurst, wonder man.
1: if he's someone that'll be like talked about in the trade market before mm-hmm. the season because yeah. I could see a team like Baltimore like wanting him back yeah. like because like his production was that well there or yeah. maybe a a team like the Raiders to have that second tight end or, yeah. or you know there's there's so many options. What if Green Bay was really trying to convince Aaron Rodgers that they wanted to commit to him and they went and got someone like he mm-hmm. Hurst? I feel like that'd be. Um, a, a pretty decent stash. Uh, somebody I'm out on. I kind of talked about this a little bit throughout the off season, a little bit at the end of last year. Uh, Melvin Gordon, and I think Denver kind of told us that they're out on him as well when they committed to drafting Javante Williams um, and have in naming him, you know, their their running back going forward. So I definitely thought that Denver running back. Uh, scenario has been interesting over the past couple of years. You know, I, I really feel like there was a lot of upside with Philip Lindsay, and he was you know, like a cheap option, and then they went mm-hmm. in and splashed and spent a lot of money on Melvin Gordon, and now they just committed to a high draft pick. So I think Denver's, you know, really kind of been beating themselves up lately as far as, you know, the quarterback goes and, and, and things like that. So uh, a lot of question marks over in Denver.
2: I agree. And my last guy uh, that I'm either in or out on, I am in on this guy, though, is Mike Gesicki. I even think that the fact that they got Jalen Waddell is a good thing just because no matter who was the number one last season when Parker was out or in, Gesicki's value always stayed the same. And I just think that they're, uh, like like Steve said in another episode, Flores is one of the good Patriot disciples and i think they just love tight ends and and i think it really is going to work and he'll be the safety blanket uh for Tua whether he's good or not no that
1: that's def that's def um another good name and i think he can play like a key role and i thought it was going to be interesting seeing uh what direction Miami went if if Pitts fell to him i would have loved to to see the decision that they would have made yeah. if they went Pitts or um possibly staying with Waddle or maybe even Chase or I heard there were some teams prioritizing Waddle over Chase, yep. um, so definitely would have been interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One last guy I'm in on, A-Rob. He will be a top 10 receiver week in and week out. Okay, all that's all not a
2: top 10. I can see that. A-Rob, baby. Bring us that division title! <laughs> Someone I
1: just wanted to talk about quickly, as far as somebody I was in on, it's actually kind of more of a union. It's the Panthers' defense. And I think that's, a, you know, a unit in yeah. Jeremy Chan, Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, that new addition, and Brian Burns. You know, I really feel like that's a, a young, lethal group. So if that offense figures it out, I mean, that that could be a scary team. But the last guy I'm out on, and this is also somebody I was hinting to last year, I'm out on Amari Cooper. I really am. And I think it's clear, honestly, that, that C.D. Lamb is the better receiver. And with him being on his rookie deal and then you having to pay as the Dallas Cowboys, Amari Cooper, $18 million a year or somewhere around that number, I'm sure that there's just going to be a team that might need him a little bit more and would be more likely to take on that cap scenario. And Think of it. You're going to pay Michael Gallup. You're going to probably invest in the tight end position. Dak's going to be mm-hmm. on on the, this deal for a while now. So definitely going to be interesting to see the direction that Amari Cooper goes, but I just wanted to talk about a couple of quarterback names that are definitely on a watch list that we'll be able to tell. Tua, Kirk Cousins, and Daniel Jones. I mean, I feel like those are some some quarterbacks that, that are really going to face some heat this year.
2: Yeah, definitely. But guys,
1: that's going to wrap things up for our buying and selling stock. I'm um, just talking about some guys that we would invest in uh, for the low or that we're out on before you know it, it really crashes. Uh, make sure to catch up with all of our Other content throughout the week, we got some NBA power rankings, some NFL offseason power rankings, uh, showed some love to East Boston High. You guys can check out that donation link um, down below. You guys can make sure to follow our YouTube, like, subscribe, put that notification bell on, leave us that five-star review on Apple, and check us out at sincethesandbox.net. Peace out, guys.